and we're back with Bruiser Reviews. I'm Jake. This is Cole doing live action podcasts next to each other after we just saw The Flash. Point paradox. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They take a few storylines here and there. Um, we just got done seeing this about, the movie ended probably about 30 minutes ago. What are your first reactions, Cole? I feel like we're going to have very differing opinions on this movie. I feel like that's why we created a podcast. That's probably agree, true. We don't agree on a lot. But the listeners just don't get it yet. <laughs> the Cayman Islands, the only ones that get us. I um, actually really liked it. Really liked it? I really liked it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to let this, like, I was trying to let it digest. I, I guess, I thought it was okay. Um, I wasn't, like, wowed or impressed. And I talked to you a little about this in the car ride home. I kind of knew exactly where they were going with it the whole time. I had watched, I don't know if you ever saw The Flash on CW. No. They do a very similar thing, and we've seen the animated movie, though, Flashpoint, Flashpoint Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox. But they, did, they took something from that they did, I think, season three of The Flash. I don't want, we don't want to get into spoilers right now, but I kind of knew from Jump Street where they were headed with this, and they kind of did it there. And so I think a lot of the emotional punch or like stuff they were trying to do, Dan, I get what they were doing, but I felt like they've already, I've already felt like I've seen that before and done pretty well. So there wasn't really any wow factor. So I kind of just found this movie mediocre. Like I, I wasn't impressed. I'm not mad I saw it, but it was like after coming off of Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I mean, that, that's a tough, very it, tough oh, movie I, to follow. Especially uh, when you're talking multiverse. And I was talking to you that I had very, very mediocre expectations for it. I didn't expect it to wow me. I didn't expect it to be a No Way Home. I mean, they already showed that Michael Keaton was in it. But there was some cool stuff that, like, I wasn't upset with the movie. But I remember there was a couple times I was checking my watch. Be like, okay, is this going to... Because especially in the beginning, it felt really messy to me. Like, it was like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. And then, we're, like, I get the movie's called The Flash. But it's like, okay, we're not really, like, we're just going. Yeah. That's, that's how the... <laughs> Flash lives his life. It makes sense that that's how you would... Make a movie poorly? Make a movie. <laughs> no, it's not making a movie poorly. It's like you're fitting the, the tone of the Flash. Like, you're not going to make an Andor, like, pace film. No. Where you're like, oh, slow, dramatic, everything. No, because... It's like, you jump, like, that's how he is. He has ADHD and maybe autism. I don't know. But the movie doesn't... Okay, you can have that character. This is... And again, the one thing I do appreciate about this movie is that it's called The Flash. We knew that Michael Keaton was in it. We know that Supergirl's in it. From the trailers um and general zod i felt like this movie focused on the flash which is nice because sometimes when you have something like this you really get off your main it character because of the justice hey, league exactly like, it's like, hey guys look at all the stuff we have <laughs> um i think they stayed on point and the care they did like i thought ezra miller and i know he's going through like there's some stuff going on with him um, I actually had a friend that said they were not going to see this movie because of the stuff with Ezra Miller. I'm like, what about all the other actors and everyone else that put the movie together? I'm like, I don't condone it, what he's been doing, but it's like, I can watch a movie and just appreciate for it. I thought Ezra Miller actually did a really good job uh, playing a younger version of himself and like the more, like, I thought that was really good. I thought that really made the movie worth watching. Like, I'm not mad I watched it because it was really well what they did with his character. Well, and I guess the big thing, like, I didn't watch the Flash TV show, and I'm probably, you know, if anybody's I, watching this I, movie, they probably I did. It to you. <laughs> the Flash TV show, to me, was just too cheesy. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself there. 
Uh, I thought I watched, season one was good. Season two, I couldn't make it past the first like episode or two. Yeah, but um, you don't like Daredevil. Either. I don't know what. I think it's just TV shows and superheroes. I watched the. I watched Arrow, and I enjoyed Arrow for the first three seasons. Yeah, after that, when Flash was bad. in the Arrow, I didn't mind it. So I was like, oh, I should go. I like, try and watch watch Flash, and I was like, I just can't take this. I never watched. Um, oh yeah, or we talked about watching the Flashpoint Paradox, which, you know, this would be. To me, this is like a Hollywood version of like the Flashpoint Paradox is a very like comic adaptation. Like this is like yes, oh no, absolutely. Let's see all the superheroes in a super dark reality in the future is basically what it is. And yeah. even more so than actually seeing what happens is more that like this is what's going on. Like you don't really get to see Thomas Wayne that much. You don't get to see the Joker that was his mom in the Flashpoint Paradox. You don't really get to see that happen, but it's just this whole world that's created that you're like, wow, that is really cool. But in order to make that a live action film, like obviously you're gonna like you're not just gonna have like, oh, let's take um, the Wonder Woman that we have from the other two movies and just have her start murdering a bunch of people. Like people are really gonna get into that. I'm like, I can see why you're you're gonna have to make it a little bit more Hollywood friendly. They went with the Michael Keaton versus the Thomas Wayne, like the old Batman. Which I actually thought because they didn't. They said I'm Batman. I actually thought they were gonna do Thomas Wayne with him. I thought that's what they were going for. I'm like, that would be so cool. And I guess like that's kind of a spoiler, but. I guess if you haven't seen Flashpoint. And again, I wasn't actually expecting because if he was actually Batman in a different reality, whatever. Um, it was great to see Michael Keaton again. Um, and they can still film a kick-ass bad fight scene. Damn. Like, no, that was I, like the great thing in the Batman vs. Superman when uh, Ben Affleck just went into the warehouse and just wrecked shit. I'm like, nope, nope they, they know what they're doing with him as far as fight scenes. Um, well, and... To me, this was refreshing because when I watch Justice League, honestly, Josh Whedon or Snyder Cut, both cuts. Honestly, I felt like Batman was pointless. Batman did not belong on the Justice League because he brought nothing to the team. This even he brought them all together though. Okay. Well, he did. He's Nick Fury. Okay. Batman, Nick Fury. No, no, Batman is Nick Fury. No, he's supposed to be more than Nick Fury. Like he's supposed to be one of the heroes, and so. This is like even an old, decrepit Batman that hasn't been Batman clearly for a while is still a force to be reckoned with, and they actually showcase that. Where I'm like, okay, this is refreshing because like I can't sit through movies where Batman is the worst character on the screen. Yeah, and you're right, especially in the Josh Whedon cut. I think it was way worse. Oh, it was way worse than Josh it, Whedon it, cut. Like, this is the problem with the the DC universe and why they want um, James Gunn to reboot it. Because it feels like the tones in all these movies are just so radically different. Like, the humor in this movie, I will admit, there were some times I'm like, okay, like, why is it cold? It's the Arctic Berry. It's like, okay. But there were some really funny moments with a younger, more annoying version, which if we could all go back and see our younger selves, <laughs> I imagine we'd find ourselves like, wow, this guy sucks. Like, he's 18, he's just an idiot. Like, it, it was a very, I really liked that dynamic between older and younger Barry. Um... Like I said, the character of Barry was done, I thought, pretty well. It's just... It, did you ever see Shutter Island? Yeah. Okay, I pre- I'm not, not going to spoil it here, even though it's like 15 years old. But I predicted the ending 30 minutes into it. Yeah. And I got to the ending, and it was exactly what I predicted. When you have a long, drawn-out movie like that, and you know how it's going to play out, if you don't feel the impact of it. So I felt like... That's why it's like the end of my... Because I thought they were building into something. It's like, damn it, I knew it right away. 
and it's because I saw the Flash. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't feel like the Flash TV show is a super popular show that everybody no, watches. No, no, I, that's I don't what think Flashpoint Paradox is a movie that everybody you, watches. You like that movie? Like- I, oh, I, I liked it, but like that's not like oh wow, I bet ninety percent of Americans have seen that. So no, this no, is yeah. this is the Hollywood version of that, and I can see why. Again, if you've seen this happen like two or three other times, we're like, yeah, I know this story. It's like okay, maybe not so good. But to me, I'm like, now I've I always liked that story, but it was never in something that you could like really just pop on for like anybody. Where this is like your up to date superhero movie. It's like a live action film that's. It's not better than Flashpoint Paradox because Flashpoint well, Paradox had a better a better story that yeah. they could stick to, but. I'm not. I'm not mad at it at all. I I enjoyed it. It's like it's a popcorn flick. Your favorite saying. But even that, like I don't get, again, and because you're right, the Flashback Paradox is an animated movie that a lot of people probably haven't seen. So absolutely, this is that ad- adaptation of that. It's kind of like No Way Home versus Into the Spider Verse, like in a way, like No Way Home probably existed because Into the Spider Verse became so popular, so they're able to do it. And now with Across the Spider Verse, like oh, they could do way more with the animation and. You know, like I still love No Way Home, but it's kind of a different thing. What sucks is that they didn't they didn't copy and paste it. Thank God from Flashpoint Paradox, but it felt like it's like they had to make some changes because they didn't want to copy it. And there's a better movie in the Flashpoint Paradox, the animated film, which I would suggest. Like it's like, hey, you want to see a story like this with Barry Allen? That's great. Go watch the animated film before you but watch like over this one. That's the that's thing what, about the Flashpoint Paradox. I'll say is they lost sight of the Flash a little bit. Yes, that was a justice. That was a Justice League story, which again, the the Flash was the catalyst, but it was a Justice League story. It was like, how does the Justice League end up if everything goes dark? To me, I actually really like the balance of this is an alternate reality, yet Barry Allen front and center is the movie, and I didn't think they would act like. And again, maybe it's just our expectations, like watching what they have done with. Ezra Miller and everything else that he's been in in like the Justice League and I don't know if he was in anything else even but like I couldn't really imagine a great movie like with that character like it just didn't seem like you could make something yeah. based with him as the star yeah you're right like, you know, oh. he, well he was always he was always comic relief he never got a chance to really like flex his but dramatic muscles they didn't like go away from that like they steered into the skid with that yeah but can we talk about the, like I usually don't talk about effects in movies some of this is horrible. His Look, face was off, like no. But like when they when they go when he starts to go back in time, that's PS3 graphics, dude. It was so weird. I'm like, like some of this is like usually like unless it's really bad, like CGI doesn't pull me out of a movie. I'm like, yeah, I know it's not real, so whatever, I can accept it. There was a lot of moments in this film. I'm like, this is bad. I just don't understand why they had to CGI Barry's face at times. I. Did you notice that? I did. I it was clearly notice. CGI. Like, it wasn't his actual face. Did plastic. he have a mustache like Henry Cavill? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Justice League. Maybe. Damn, you, these mustache-growing fools stop growing mustaches. And again, them. it wasn't all the time. It was just sometimes where I look at his face, I'm like, that's clearly CGI, but like, there's no reason yeah, for it right no, now. And it's really weird with a big budget like this and a movie like this. It's like... Also, so, some of this Supergirl... Some really, really bad. Supergirl was like CGI'd way too much. Well, even bad... Even Michael Keaton's bad. There's so many scenes I can point to just off the top of my head that I'm like, that really kind of took me... Like, it was bad at times, and I don't get it. Well, and, like, the thing is, I wish it would have taken a little bit darker take with uh, Supergirl, actually. We're not going to spoil the ending. The ending actually made me mad, to be completely honest. Let's spoil the ending. 
Spoiler alert. Okay, well, we'll, we'll spoil it from here. Do you want to rank it first? We can rate it, and then we can go into a couple. Because I really want to talk about the ending. Um... I already knew, like, the same. No, let's get into it, and then we'll rate it at the end. Okay. Well, would you recommend it or not? Just say that. Yes. I would say, if you're down to see a decent movie about The Flash and you like the character, I think this isn't going to steer you wrong. And if you haven't seen the other stuff, I think you'll find it more rewarding than I did. So I would say, for those people, I recommend it. Okay. Ending pissed me off. Because what was the entire point of the him putting, like... I've seen that story with Barry Allen before. He can't go back and change the past because it ruins everything, and he has yep. to accept that. Scene with his mom was great at the end, yep. I, and, but I, I've seen that again, but it doesn't matter. It was well acted, well executed, well done. Dude, the fact that he changed something anyways and got away with it. He didn't. But he did. He didn't. He got his dad out of jail. So he didn't learn anything. That's what I'm saying, though. He shouldn't have, he should not have gotten his dad out of jail. He'd be like, oh, I could, like, and looked at the camera like, oh, please don't do it. No. Like, you just learned this huge lesson. This huge lesson, and you still changed the future. But you, he's not in the same universe. He's in a different reality. That's why Batman's not the same. See, I think he is in the same reality. I, why is George Clooney Batman? Why was Michael Keaton Batman? It wasn't it necessarily a different timeline. He messed up his timeline, which caused... Like they talked about the spaghetti, the past changes and the future changes. So his appearance was different. But again, why would he, like, he still changed it, but he, he was talking about how he put the tomatoes on top. He yeah. still changed it so his dad could, he's like, oh, so after this huge emotional moment, you still tried to cheat the system after everything you just saw. Why would you do that? That's what pissed me off. Because you showed us this big emotional lesson that Barry's supposed to learn, yeah. and he didn't learn it. That's what made me so mad. It wasn't the fact that George, again, George Clooney, kind of funny, haha. But it's like he still, he didn't put the tomatoes back the way they were. He's like, oh, I'll put them up so he has to look at the camera, and I can still get off after all of that. That's what made me mad. Okay, I could see that. I guess, like, to me, I'm like, it's like one of those things, like, did you ever watch the movie Parallel? I don't think so. It's like where they... They find the attic upstairs, and if they go through the no, door, I, they enter another reality. I never watch a movie with attics. No. Oh. It, the ending was really bad in the movie, but the rest of the movie was very intriguing with how they would do it because you could just, like, go into this any time, and so they started to pull stuff out to financially, for financial gain in their own reality. Anyway, it reminded me of that at the end as far as, like, all of a sudden, like, you think, like, oh, I'm just, like, doing this or this and this, and then all of a sudden you're actually just stuck in another reality. And I was like, oh, okay, like, kind I don't like mind Loki that. at the end? Yeah. Well, not well, let's not talk about Loki. I, <laughs> we don't talk about Loki. <laughs> yeah, but yes, but like that. Like, oh, like you think you're changing stuff. Now you're actually in another reality. And I thought that's what they were doing with it. So, like, in my mind, like, it didn't bother me. But I see what you're saying with that. Like that. Yeah, that's, that's what, that, as soon as that happened, because, again, George Clooney, really funny. He was in Batman and Robin. He was, like, the worst Batman ever. Yeah. And, like, they, they build it up so much. It's like, okay, obviously it's not going to be Ben Affleck. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, that was what made me mad because they had that. They had a great emotional moment. I'm like, okay, you can finally stick the landing. He has to accept his dad's gonna be in prison, and this is the reality of what has transpired. But he's like, oh, I can still beat the system, which makes again, he, it shows he learned nothing. That's what pissed me off. Like the ending, like that's why I was like, oh man, I'm like, there were some good moments in here, but the ending is what really just set me off. Yeah, I got, I gotta think about that one to see how mad it makes me. I think about it, but because yeah, it hit me uh, right away. There wasn't something I dwelled on. As soon as it's done, I'm like, "Are you shitting me?" Like, uh, which, by the way, this movie should be called "What the Shit." You know how many times they dropped that phrase <laughs> in this movie? No, that's that's a... Barry's, Barry's catchphrase. What the shit? Or 
like holy shit whatever it was yeah um yeah the ending is what really kind of set like why i said i'm like okay nope this is this was all a waste of my time in some aspects again great scene michael keaton there was a great aspect but it felt like it wanted to be like a no way home and just never it just never got to those levels for me and i know they're not the same i know they're different characters i understand that but again the ending is what really kind of just made me upset which is why i can't highly recommend this movie and say go out and see it maybe you can get past it but obviously you didn't even think of that so it obviously sat better with you at the end than it did with me yeah. Because, again, if he would have went back in the timeline, like, put everything back, but then he made that comment, I'm like, oh, so he did, because he, he looked at the camera, they did that thing, and yeah. then so he's like, oh, I'll just change the position to tomatoes well, so and, he can get off. And I guess, like, I must not have been paying attention, so, like, I didn't notice that he didn't put the tomatoes back where they were doing I must have, like, looked away or something, like, it was clear that like, he didn't put it back in the spot. Yeah. No, so he, like, remember he was talking to the interviewer at the end, and he said, the tomatoes, like, the, like, oh, yeah, the tomato, I put the tomatoes on the top shelf instead of the bottom shelf, so when he grabbed them, like, like, and then the spaghetti, like, he, and that's why they did the cutscene when he put the, when he was about to, he put the tomatoes back and he looked up and looked at the camera. He knew that's where his dad was coming. Okay. So he changed the position so, of the tomato so he had to look at the camera. I, again, I must have just missed that in the theater. Like, one of those things, like, you're watching, you're like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. Because then I was like, oh, like, as soon as I saw the video of his dad looking up, I'm like, he's in another reality. And so that's when George Clooney showed up. I was like, uh-huh. Like, it makes sense. No, he still changed. So, he didn't go that, back the way it was. Yes. So now so now you can probably join me on my side. Yeah, we're waiting it, for this ranking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? Um, gotta gotta Just, catch everything. But, again, like, to me, this movie had, was better than it should have been as far as... Um, is that what we consider DC? That's the problem. That's what we consider DC now. Like, well, we don't expect much. <laughs> Like, they I mean, can be better than this. They have good characters. Like they can be better, but like honestly, even with even with his lumps, I would say in the DC, you know, outside of Nolan films, what is this like a top top three DC film? I think Man of Steel was better. I yep. think I think Snyder Cut was better. No. I, yes. No. Yes. yes no. Watch it again. I know nope. it's a lot of time, but it's nope. definitely worth going through again. It is not. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> obviously, Shazam. I haven't seen the sequel yet. I'll have to get to that. Um, but Shazam was a surprising hit. Um, you know, I actually... I don't want to say it. No, I can't I can't put it higher than that. But, um, what are the other... Well, Aquaman. I would consider Aquaman better than this. Aquaman is straight up garbage. I don't think... I would. But again, I found it... Okay, to, for me, it's Suicide Squad. Easy. Oh, the, the Suicide Squad. Suicide obviously. Squad. Yeah. Huge gap. Yeah, okay. Well, I want... Huge gap. I really like Man of Steel, man. And then Man of Steel. I was like, I really like Man of Steel. And I then I might put it. The Flash right there, number three. Well, that just shows... But again, that just shows how bad DC has been. True. With all their pro- I mean, you want to put Shazam over this? Come on. Come on. I mean, it depends on... I like the idea of this movie a lot better than Shazam. Yeah, but I like the execution of Shazam way better. She's, at all. I think it was a better, like, self-aware package than this was trying to be. Yeah, like, the thing that I liked about this, and again, you've seen it so many times, but what I'm very sick of is your generic, like, the formula that Marvel used for all their startup superhero movies. Where there's the bad guy that's going to destroy the world, and they save him every single time, and there's never any, like... There's never really an overarching thing where I'm like, I get it, Marvel was great, and they did that, but, like, I don't need to see 
that happen over and over and over and over again. And I'm well, like, this was different. Like, there aren't other, there aren't a lot of other superhero movies that are like this. That are like, oh yeah, like you have these cool characters, and you know what? Michael Keaton dies. Supergirl dies. We don't just form a new team but, and a new whatever. But they kind of didn't, though. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It was different, though. Like, there was time travel. There was superheroes. There was uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. Yes. You, you can have anyways, your gripes. But, but the entire point was for Barry to learn this very important mature, maturing lesson, which he still skipped out on at the end. That's true. That's the problem. The, the entire point, I could have forgiven him. It's like he accepted, like, his dad's in prison. Um, which I actually thought, and they get more in spoilers. I thought Reverse Flash, because in the show, and spoilers for the show, I guess, Reverse Flash is the person that ends up killing his mom. That it was the Flash, like his enemy that went back in time. Barry tried to stop him, couldn't stop him, killed his mom. Reverse Flash changed the timeline. I thought that would, like, I thought they were going to throw that into it, which obviously there's way too much going on in this movie already. Like, there's just no way yeah. you can pull that off, and that's fine. But again, <laughs> the. Like, the emotional moments did it. Like, they, I think they were handled very well until the end where it's like, you said, like, this is different. Yeah, kind of, but then they kind of just back out of that lesson at the end for a funny ending, which I think is cheap. Well, yes and no. I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, they could do more with it. It, it really just depends. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. You're, you're right on that. But if you're saying, oh, he did change this, and this was minor because, like, whether his dad, like, obviously his mom is one of those big issues. But there's some issues that aren't big issues. And so his dad being out might not, may or may not have been a big issue. And so now that doesn't mean that he's in the clear. Worlds were colliding. You saw what this could do. You should have just tried to put it... Like, it doesn't make sense character motivation-wise. Yeah. You know the more you think about it, it's going to piss you off. I'm sure. I, I agree with you on that. I'm just saying, like, as I'm watching it, I was enjoying it. I like seeing Michael Keaton as Batman. I'm no, not going to lie. And Michael, Mike, was it completely necessary? Probably not. <coughs> I, again, I, liked, I, I don't think that Michael Keaton was done a disservice coming back here. I mean, he had Batman and Batman Returns. Like he's probably like he's probably as far as reputation, the cl- I, mean, I guess Christian Bale probably too. But as far as Batman, like you can say what you want about Batman Returns. I think it's just like it's a really dark take. It's just so unique, especially now. If you want a refreshing, like a different take on Batman, <laughs> go back and watch Batman and Batman Returns. But they, he wasn't done a disservice. But again, you have Supergirl coming in. You have all this stuff, and again, it just. It just felt it didn't feel like No Way Home because you had Andrew Garfield was already established. So if you've seen the movies, you understand what he's about. Tobey Maguire was established. You know what he's about all the villains were in other movies. You you knew what they were about, so you were able to put it all and make it make sense. You're throwing well, these new characters like Supergirl. Why did Supergirl decide? And how did she know that she was just going to take the Flash up into the lightning and shock him? How did she know what they were doing? Because she can hear everything. But she was. She was going against Zod. Zod sees her, doesn't go after her. Like, it just felt like it cut to a whole different scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, it felt so jarring because she's like, I got you. I'm going to take you in the lane. I have no idea if this is going to work. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, that part didn't bother me. Like, she's Supergirl. She can, like, again, she like can I'm, see. I feel like I not to be the nitpicky see guy. See through this everything. This stuff did bother me. When I was wa- while I was watching, I'm like, why is she taking him up? Because remember in the Flashpoint Paradox, it doesn't work the first time. Yep. But again, it felt like they were trying to, like, oh, we can't do exactly what they did. They can't just re-shock them until it works. 
But I'm saying, like, that would be a Hollywood thing. Like, this is what was in the comics, but let's, rather than just shock him again, let's bring Supergirl Which I think it. you could have done that better. That's the problem. I think they cut a few corners in this movie that didn't make a ton of sense, which I didn't think you need to. Yeah, I mean, I not that it could have been done better. I guess what would have made this movie, like, amazing for me, like, again, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like, a great popcorn flick. Um, what would have made it really good is if they would have actually built more on why the characters were the way they were. Well, so, and Cara, I think Kara suffered the most on this. Exactly. Like, okay, she so, was such a... She felt, she didn't play the character bad. I thought she was really good when we saw her. No, as okay. As far as what they're going like, So, in the Flashpoint Paradox, they get Superman out, and Superman has been in that box the whole time. Like, they, like yeah. he didn't land where he was supposed to. Yeah, they got right. him. He didn't grow up in Kansas. And so he's, like, he's odd. And he, it's uncomfortable when he's on the screen because you're used to Superman being this good guy. And you can tell he's kind of unhinged a little bit. This yeah, was, he's, like, he's this was like, she had a suit. She kind of, she knew everything that was going on. It wasn't clear how the Russians got her in here. Also, yeah, how does she speak English? That bothered me. I thought she was going to speak Russian. And somehow Batman would have known Russian. No, but, like, she wasn't Russian. She didn't land in Russia. Oh. Like, she didn't land there as a baby. I'm saying, like, they had captured her, which seems rather impossible. Like, and then, like, oh, she didn't care about the people. But it's like, okay, well, why don't you care about the people? And then, like, why don't you go more? Well, yeah, why don't you go more, like, Homelander route than, like, she's not going to help us. Maybe now we have to work again. You know what I mean? Like, I was really hoping that. You steered her a certain direction because this is the way the world worked. Yeah, she didn't land in the right spot, so now she's kind of messed up. They didn't really do that. She just became, oh, normal Supergirl, like, very quickly. Even Batman, he's living, you know, long hair, cooking his own food, and there was never any reason why crime rates down. Well, the whole that's a problem. Again, a quick cut, but the whole thing was if Bat, like, you saw it in the Dark Knight Rises a little bit. Like, if crime goes down and Batman's not needed, he becomes a recluse because he needs, like, as much as he doesn't want to, he needs Batman more than he does, like, he d- But again, that was just a quick thing he said. Yeah. That's and that was saying, it. Like, and that was the end of it. If they could have built the characters that they brought into it into the world that they created, this movie goes from good to great. Yep. And it's just a good, like, again, I'm... I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. This might be Rise I'm not of saying for you. I think if you rewatch it, this uh, some stuff might hit you more. I'm not saying like again, initial reactions do matter, but again, obviously, I was way more bothered by some of this stuff than you were, and you were able to. No, it. I don't think it's Rise of Skywalker. I'm not saying I will won't like it less than I do right now. Rise of Skywalker, I knew like I I'm like eh, you know, I enjoyed some things. I have some problems with things, but if I don't think about it, I like it right now. This is like. I 100% get what you're saying with the tomato thing. The rest of the movie, I still don't have a huge problem with. Again, there's things I think they could have done better. There's things that I wouldn't have done. CGI wasn't always great. The CGI still bothered me because when you have this, <clears throat> when you have a DC money back in you, I don't understand how you couldn't clean some of this up. It's bad. Some of it's really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. But, and honestly... This would be, if they want to do it, this would be a good way to just end the DC universe. I, I, think that, I think this should be, especially with James Gunn, I thought they were going to, I thought what this movie was going to be, and it kind of kind of is in a sense, but you're not going to go with George Clooney as Batman, I imagine. 
Maybe they are. I don't know. But I thought this was going to be a jumping off point and kind of reset everything, kind of like the new Star Trek did. Where it's like, hey, that all happened, but now this whole Flashpoint paradox. So now James Gunn can kind of just redo everything the way he wants to do it. Yeah. And yeah. also... And, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. they. To me, I was kind of hoping that they would have done that. Like, use this movie as a bridge where... Um, you might. Yeah, but they didn't actually do it in the movie. No, they didn't. So that's the problem now. But, yeah. like, in the end, like, even if they would have had the bad ending, but, like, they set up where that was this Batman for the new films. Yeah, but... Or something. You... Instead of the callback to George Clooney, like, oh, like, we're setting this up now, like, this is a new world, and now we're living in this. Everything's different. You can reintroduce all the new characters as different people, and this is reality now because there's no way to go back and change it again i don't know how exactly how you'd iron out all those kinks but to me that's an intriguing way to do it you then have the freedom to do whatever you want plus you're you built off the old ones because really there's nothing worth saving from the extended universe as far as no superman is out they said that already i know well apparently now he might be back but okay so but he was a great superman i don't think he was the problem no and I never, I never cared for Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he was dealt a shit hand. That's true. And I don't think he would have been. Because, like, again, when he was doing Batman stuff, and like even in Batman vs. Superman, I'm like, no, there's a lot of potential here, and he definitely could have done it. You guys just screwed him, basically, is how yes. I took it. Yes, but he's been in, like, it's kind of like, could George Clooney have been a better Batman? He was a great Bruce Wayne, I will say that. And the, even that movie is silly as hell. He was a, he's a perfect cast for Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> You don't really get another shot. Like, okay, you had your Batman movies. You didn't Deadpool. really do, do that much with them. <laughs> yeah. But he had back, one baby. movie at Deadpool. Yeah. And then was, he got another shot. But that was shot. horrible. <laughs> That's one of the worst references. Bruce Wayne has, or Ben Affleck has, like, three yeah. three movies. Like, you don't get more than that. Like No, yeah, I mean, it's not, again, I feel bad for the guy because I think as an older Batman, he could have been just fine. But again, I think the DCU's made so many, so many mistakes along the way. It's been almost painful at times to see the direction they've taken it. So but, I'm really excited for James Gunn to get a revamp. And I hope they can't just do weird, quirky characters like Peacemaker and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I hope he can take these characters and really guide them to where they need to go, which I, I have a lot of faith in him in doing that. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, yeah, with James Gunn, He's always just taken the rejects and made them super like funny and entertaining. Because can you take the mainstream exactly? And, and so it's like you have a lot more potential, but then there's a lot more potential to go wrong. Like mm-hmm. you can't like if you try to make Superman like a Star Lord type character, you're gonna miss the boat. Like yeah, no, exactly. No, and, and that's the problem. Can you take can you take like Batman and Superman in the ways they need to go and take the but again, like even with this Flash movie, there's some funny humor in here. There's some stuff yeah. that I really laughed at that was hilarious. There's other times it was like, kind of how MCU humor is going sometimes. Like, uh, no, that was stupid. You shouldn't have done that. James Gunn's like he loves taking like he loves having insane characters and having insane situations, but he knows how to put that humor in. Can you take that and put that into the mainstream characters that the 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 pillars of DC and do a good job with them and not make them weird and quirky and I don't know. I mean, I mean, it can it be worse than what we kind of got with most of DC no, films? I mean, no, no, it can't. Like, I think James Gunn will definitely. And that's be why, like, again, like you have huge problems with this movie. I do. And 
you're still again. You would probably agree it's a top three to five DC movie. I, I would give it top five. I wouldn't okay, top but five. again, top five DC movie, and it's not like they had. There's a shortage of movies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like they didn't try, and and that's the problem. Like, and it's what well, you gotta like. Do you consider Joker part of that? I mean, there's other movies. In no, the two that were like, no, oh, not, not like. What about the Batman? Like, no, that, jo- Joker and the Batman are to me. They're not part of the. Extended, extended. Yeah, extended universe. Like they're their own standalone film. Just like if they make a live action Superman Red Sun, that'd be so cool. I would be all about that. Like I would buy tickets the second I heard that that thing was coming out. Well, now that they this movie did introduce introduce the multiverse and you get some interesting fan service, which again I felt was kind of really forced and kind of dumb that they put a lot of that stuff. Like Nicholas Cage's Superman was really funny to see, but, but it's like why couldn't you? Why couldn't you? Put him, I thought Nicolas Cage was going to be Kal-El that was going to come in later. And I was like, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> because well, you show him fighting this mechanical spider, I'm pretty sure. It's some gigantic spider thing. And you show him, like, briefly, and it's like, well, why did you just... Sh- but like, you're talking couldn't... about 30 seconds of the movie. But I know, but you see it, and it's like, I remember... I don't know if you know the story behind it. Superman lives, I think it was... Like, Nicolas Cage was casted. They did, like, they have photos of him in that Superman suit. And it was going to be a whole different take on it. And it was like, you showed us it, are you going to get, like, but couldn't you have been like a No Way Home where you actually got somehow put into this universe and he was the Kal-El? Wouldn't that have been better? I mean, that could have been, but, like, I feel like that could have gotten really chaotic. I, and this movie is, like I said, there's already Supergirl, and we know what Zod stands for, so whatever, we were fine, I'm fine with Zod, but Supergirl definitely um, was done, I think, a disservice, because I don't think she was necessary for this film. Like I said, why not just have Kalobi in there and Nicolas Cage all scrawny and stuff, get his powers and just be a super crazy dick and just be like, I hate the world and I'm going to... No, and that's that's what I really, really wanted. So again, even though I tend to... seems like I liked it more than you did, like, it's not like it didn't leave me wanting for some things. It would have been like, if you would have just done this, like one or two things, this could have been so much better. This This movie is summed up what the whole DCEU was for me. Missed opportunity. Yes. Like, this, like it has some of the greatest points of DC in it, but also, like, again, it just felt like they just didn't know how to do it right. And I felt like they missed so many cool moments. Like, again, I'm not a director. I'm not saying I can do it better. I'm just saying this felt like a missed opportunity. Like, so much of DC felt like. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a miss- there was definitely missed opportunities. It's still... Again, I still just think, like, I, I wasn't tired watching it of just, like, this is just, like, same old. I'm like, at least you're giving me, like, you didn't try to just make, like, a Flash movie where he defeats your villain of the week type thing. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I like it that they went with the route, like, oh, we're going to adapt the Flashpoint Paradox into a live-action film. If they start to do that and do that more with decent directors like James Gunn or the guy that directed this... Um, do you, not, I didn't even see who uh, somebody machete. I don't, I don't know how to say his name okay. anyway. Then don't try the guy that directed this is getting Batman brave and the bold. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Which that could be interesting. Exactly. But again, like I said, they have James Gunn and I am scared for the DC and the reason why I'm because now there's like, cause they're already kind of like mini rebooting with the Joker and Batman. Like, you're having one-off films that are not connected to your entire universe why it's going on. It's clearly like, again, maybe just take a break. This is what I said about the MCU. Hey, maybe, guys, after Endgame, 
Let's take, like, you could have No Way Home as the epilogue. Fine, that was great. But let's take a break. Just calm down for a second. I know it's money, it's a money pit, but at some point, like, w- this is opening weekend, and Saturday night, was that theater full here? No. No. People are eventually are going to stop being excited and stop going. Well. So you better not mess up the second time, because you're screwed if you do. Yeah, and I, I do think James Gunn will be able to do a lot better than they've done, but... To me, where what DC has going for it is not what Marvel has going for it. Like, I had a friend in college that we were trying to get him to come watch, like, uh, one of the Avengers movies. Like, Marvel has no characters that I care about. I'm like, honestly, that's kind of true. Like, before the movies, like... You had I'd Spider-Man. D- you had Spider-Man, but, like, he movie. wasn't in it at that time. It was, like, the first Avengers. Yeah, but, but like... like. But I'm like, I didn't know anything about Thor before I watched the movie, no, really. I, I, I had no idea about Iron Man. Yeah, I like, saw him in, like, some animated cuts of, like, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, like, it wasn't, like, these were, like, super mainstream, where I'm like, every single person, like, you go to a nursing home and you say, hey, guys, do you know who Batman is? And everybody's like, yes. Like, it's just I, totally different where I'm saying, if you just... Stop worrying about the Justice League and your extended universe, and you just make films about what you actually have like good stories of, like the Flashpoint paradox. Oh, he's got one, by the way. Wonder Woman is better than this movie. Ah, uh, yeah, the first one probably was. Okay, top four. <laughs> um, I'm going to get it down. To, <laughs> you're going to be down lower than the total book. Um, but, like, when Wonder Woman started to seem like bad, well, the second movie, but also, like. Oh, the second movie was horrible bringing her into the extended universe um trying to do the batman versus superman I'm like that's where they went wrong if you do they jump the, to the end and then try to do like flip. if you do the batman and just give me a story about batman give me a trilogy or whatever it is don't try to tie him into everything else like again you don't have to copy marvel make stories about the joker doesn't have to be connected to the batman even how they're doing it give me a story about superman red sun it doesn't have to connect to everything. Just give Which, me the stories. Think, and DC, DC has now proved that. You have the Batman, critically acclaimed, as far as I know. Everyone seemed to really like it, except for my little brother Isaac, but screw that guy. Um, the Joker was surprisingly, like, very good take on it. Like, you, we don't have to do this thing. Like, you wanted to not copy Marvel so bad that Marvel gave you a blueprint to do this, and you said, we're going to do it different. Why? You didn't need to. Well... Like, they took a huge risk. They showed you how to do this right. And you refused to do it. They're like, we're not doing it. We're going to skip the Doomsday, and Batman's old. Why? The, the sequel to Man of Steel, the first Superman movie in this new universe, the next one is Batman vs. Superman. You bring in Doomsday, which is one of my favorite Superman stories of all time. And you just shoehorned it in. Like, yeah. you just... I think DC thought that because they were so... Because back in the day, like, like Batman and Superman, besides Marvel's Spider-Man, like Batman and Superman are just main, like, huge pillars. Wonder Woman, even. I think DC almost got too cocky and thought they were too big to fail. Yeah. They're like, no, people are going to come see our movies. No, dude. After Marvel, we know that you guys can have very great superhero films. But you seem like you're phoning it in and half-assing everything. Well, and to me, the thing that's lacking more than anything with so many of these DC movies is story. Like, the story is awful. Like... Say what you want about the Snyder Cut, even. I, the really Justice, liked, I actually really like it. The Justice League really story, to me, was garbage. Wonder Woman 2 story. That was so weird. Garbage. I finally watched that movie. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell are they? Like, the first one was surprisingly really good. Yeah. And you give me this garbage. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> but you, I mean, the first one was, was better. Again, it was enjoyable. But 
It felt like a Captain America ripoff a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Hardcore. But it still was interesting because it was a new type of character. And I thought it was done well enough where it's like, yeah, this is absolutely a pretty good film. But again, that's the problem. DC, like, what's your number one film? The Suicide Squad? That's basically it. And then Man of Steel, which I still... But again, when Man of Steel came out, that was mixed reviews. Like, there's not like... I can give you five Marvel films right now that mostly almost everyone universally loves. Like, just five off the top of my head, easily. You can't... Yeah. With DC, it's like you have to argue about which one is not as bad as the rest. Yeah. And that's a terrible argument you should make with these awesome characters that have stood the test of time for decades that you are wasting on the big screen. It does really make me want to watch Suicide Squad, though. I'm not going to lie. This movie did? I just want to get back to the roots of what's what's good. Well, the roots? That came way later. <laughs> they screwed up the Suicide Squad. That's the roots of what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Or, like, yeah, the original Suicide Squad. Dude, that's oh. so bad. Oh, my God. That movie was horrible. And that, I think it came either it came before or after Batman vs Superman, but I was like, okay, maybe this is unique. They're finally going to do a Guardians of the... And it's not the same, obviously. I don't try to compare them, but it's like a, a ragtag group of people. This could be fun. And you watch it, and you're like, what the in my watch like what? it's such a, it was all wasted again wasted opportunity that's the DCEU you need to start over because over the last what's he Superman Man of Steel came out in 2012 I want to say I think but so over a decade of mediocre to crap is what you've given yeah. us for the no if you part. had anything more than mediocre it was like wow but that's like your bar, you, the reason why MCU like we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 which was really good but we've been having so much mediocre. Like it's like Marvel just dipping down. But DC, DC, DC has never risen up. Besides their individual projects, whether it be animation or the Batman and stuff, DC is so much better than this. It can be. I know it can be. But you have just wasted a decade and just, have made people not go to the theater. I couldn't believe the Flash wasn't sold out opening just, weekend. Let's stop with the extended universe, unless you really, really have like a great plan. Like I mean. That's why they should We're going to try not to, but if we have to, this movie's so good we can't say You no need to a it. Thanos. You need Dark... Like, they try to do that with Dark Side, but now that's getting washed away. It's like, you need a plan. Marvel, I feel like, has lost its way with Thor, with Thor 4 and Doctor Strange 2. Like, it doesn't feel like there's a Thanos thing they're building to. It just kind of feels like a little subpar. But they set the bar so high that that's why I hold them that standard. This movie, like, it's like everything right, like, good. There's a lot of good that what DC has brought us. But mostly it's just mediocre to why do I even care? Like, why am I wasting my time with these characters? Okay, well. Ready for the ranking? Ready for the ranking. You can go first, man. Okay, this movie to me is a bush light. And let me expound on that. Might taste nice after a long day of work, but there's really, it's not memorable. There's no reason to go back to. Like, it's not going to be something you tell your friends to drink. That's, like, as soon as I'm done, like, bush light. That's what this is. It's a beer like, hey, do you want a beer? Here you go. But you're not going to be like, dude, have you tried Bush Light? <laughs> like, this is just... Bush Latte. I'm not mad I saw the film, but it had so much problems. And to me, it's just like, yeah, maybe after work, if the movie's on TV or something or whatever, on streaming, and you're bored, I'd say watch it. But other than that, I like I said, the more... I, as we've been talking about this, I'm like, yep, yeah, this is everything that was wrong with the DCEU. I don't think they had a good plan, and I don't think that... I'm glad it's over, but... I mean, again, if you haven't seen the stuff I've seen on The Flash, Flashpoint Paradox in Season 3 of The Flash TV show, I mean, maybe you could find some enjoyment out of this. I don't know. But other than that, it's just it's a very forgettable movie. Um, I'm going to go with Seagram's. What, Seagram 7? Seagram's, like, the, they're like basically little wine coolers. Oh, well, Seagram's is actually a whiskey, too. Okay, no, I'm talking about the wine coolers, the 4% alcohol things. That's not enough. <laughs> not enough so, for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And so, like, those are things. If you're wanting something with more depth, like you're wanting a whiskey, obviously don't go for this. But, like, if you can just have it and enjoy it and, like, just appreciate it for what it is, I feel like they're enjoyable. Like, those are drinks that, like, if I'm on the beach, I don't want something heavy. I don't want a lot of other things. Like, I'm just looking for a little little refresher. So, like, to me, this is that's what this is. If you're on the beach, don't watch this film. Go enjoy the beach. I promise you it's better. <laughs> Depends on the beach. There's some bad beaches. Bad beaches out there. <laughs> um, no, I think that's it. I think it's solid rating. Um, yeah, uh, that's all I got to say about this, but... Yeah, hopefully DC, DCEU, they have a plan, they get better. So, Bruiser Review, signing off. Have essential oils changed your life? I know it's changed mine. A few drops of mint here and some eucalyptus there, and you're basically living in another dimension, untroubled by mere mortals. My friends over at Oils and Boils have taken this to the next level. What's better than essential oils? Inessential oils! You never have to worry about needing oils again because they aren't essential. You can take them over and over and over again for no reason and pay outrageous amounts for something as likely to cure cancer as smoking. You can laugh at your friends as they use essential oils to cure every disease known to man while you're taking your oils for nothing. Check out oilsandboils.com and enter promo code USELESS slash WOLFPACK. That's W-O-L-F-P-A-C-K. Again, that's W-O-L-L-F-P-A-K. Again, that's... W L F P uh P K A C W Or just head over to Oils and Boils and tell them that the Wolf Pack sent you. Exclusions on all merchandise may apply. Cannot be combined with any other offer or redeemed for cash value. Should not be used in combination with alcohol or kung fu.